Hello and welcome to Igniting Change, a tech podcast produced by S4 Digital. Here we talk about things S4 Digital can do to level up your business. My name is Adam Khan and today we're speaking with S4 Digital's David Fernandez. Good morning or good afternoon right now, David. Where are you calling in from today? Hi, Adam. I'm calling in from Lisbon, Portugal. Very nice. So, obviously, of course, from Portugal as well. Where, whereabouts in Lisbon? Oeiras, uh, by the sea. In, oh, that's, I'm literally going to move to Eiras tomorrow. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to Paso de Arcos. Oh, it's really close here. Yeah, yeah. So, as usual, before we get into tech, I'd like to find out a bit about you. So... Where are you from and what is your background in the technology field? Tell me your experience. Yeah, so I'm from Lisbon, as I, as I told you, and mm-hmm. I've always been been around here, studied here and did uh, most of my, my career right here in, in Lisbon too. So yeah, after graduating in engineering, um, yeah, I started um, working for a major telecommunication company. Uh, provider here in, in Portugal. I started by by attending a, like a mentor a program. Like an like an apprenticeship. Yeah, yeah, right. That, okay. That's it. And um, yeah, it was quite good because it uh, allows me allowed me to go through the several areas of the the company and uh, understanding what was about. And then when I when I started working I already had uh, that knowledge and that view from the company. That uh, well, most uh, most of the people don't have that opportunity to to go to go over. So it was uh, quite uh, quite good. Um, yeah, I started working there as uh, mostly doing uh, monitoring uh, for business processes, which was also quite uh, quite good because well, I I could use the overview of the company. And to start, uh, well, digging, digging in and seeing what was, what were the troubles um, in several use cases, mm-hmm. and that most most of my maybe five first years were about that, about monitoring and uh, providing information to business uh, for them to see what was wrong and uh, to act on it. So after this period, yeah, I, I had the opportunity to to change a bit in my working <laughs> uh, career. So uh, I left this uh, business process monitoring um, domain and started started working in the identity and access management. It was uh, fun, a fun experience, uh, complex also because yeah, the, as you can imagine, the, it's a it's a, a large company and. Uh, the the weight of the history and makes itself noticed because yeah uh, evolution uh, took place and then things just keep accumulating and uh, evolution is 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 hard in that uh, in that uh, area yeah yeah evolution tends to snowball in in cybersecurity right <laughs> yeah I, so it uh, it's like uh, yeah we just do something to keep using this old system because it's really important and then when you look at it a couple of years later it's complete chaos yeah 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 it's part of the the business and, and there are oh, for for sure a lot of companies in that situation 
Yeah, it's part it's part of the fun, right? The to, it keeps you on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. So yeah, that was my my last experience uh, before joining as for digital was um, doing that migrating things from old uh, old platforms to the new platform mm -hmm. and actually we and that was a uh, even more more fun because we had the opportunity to build an IAM solution um, right. so we so look look for the mark the market and then we saw mm, it's difficult to find a solution that uh, we can use and can afford and then um, you can customize for the business needs. Yeah. So maybe the best option was to simply do it ourselves. Nice. And it was what uh, we ended up doing. Okay. It's quite good. Nice. So of course, you, so build the solution from the ground up, essentially, not not using third party third party products. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So after working in IAM in, in all these companies and developing all uh, the solutions and everything, how is it that you got to know s Digital? Yeah, so what, uh, what happened was um, I was working in this major telecommunication and was head of uh, IAM there. Mm -hmm. um, and I, uh, while I, w I was working there, I come across with uh, Fernand Vaz. Mm -hmm. I work with him and uh, we, we knew each other. Um, and then when uh, this uh, S4 Digital project become uh, growing, or started growing, um, he contacted me and uh, explained me what it was about. And um, yeah, we had a couple of talks and then we met with, uh, with the rest of the S4 Digital team. And uh, it, became it became evident that uh, I needed to take this opportunity to, to grow and to experience uh, something different. Mm, okay, okay. Fernando Vaz. I, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about Fernando Vaz and he must not be happy about the football match yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not happy. <laughs> David, what is your day-to-day -day in S4 Digital? What projects are you currently engaged in as an IAM practice leader in S4 Digital? So when I started uh, here at S4 Digital, we started investing in knowing uh, the well the top top players in the IAM IAM field. <clears throat> so we invested heavily in on uh, Forge Rock. Mm -hmm. We started. Uh, yeah, doing some some work with Fordrop, and then uh, while doing that, I also it was also an opportunity to to help uh, a telecommunication company in Europe uh, mm -hmm. as a product owner for a project there, and so I started working with, with them, uh, helping them to as I as I mentioned uh, <laughs> before, they are a, a big telecommunication company, and yeah. so one of the main roles is helping the migration from the old platform <laughs> to the new platform. Right. Which is amazing right. uh, for drug technology. Mm -hmm. So things ended up matching uh, my experience from from the past and the, this uh, new technology for drug provides. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing there. Mm. So where did you learn about IAM? What, what attracted you to it in the first place? I've, I've always been curious about uh, about technology. And uh, 
this this field is actually one of the um, one of the entry points for for technology because everything you use uh, you need to to provide a user and have access to it. So yeah, that's the the main the main uh, uh, part of uh, of the thing. Mm-hmm. So um, the, one of the things I, I've I've always liked the experience experiencing for was to um, that those new ways to authenticate and to use uh, multi-factor authentication to experience and to be able to protect my information uh, online better. So I ended up getting across it and then exploiting some some more information um, because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you finished university, did you imagine that in a couple of years we would be uh, unlocking our devices and signing into to our accounts with our with our thumbs or with our faces or that sort of thing? Yeah, I believe at that moment I I, I was not able to to imagine what you can do today. <laughs> yeah, 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 and also like it's it's a point that you raised just before that anything, absolutely anything you do, if it's any type of development, you're going to need some sort of access management, of course, and uh, and any application, any program is just always going to need it. So it's it's something that's always going to be in demand because you just can't you you get, just can't get around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's the entry point for for everything online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is IAM related to cybersecurity, and if so, how? Yeah, uh, of course, indeed. Uh, they are strongly linked between the the the, the two. Um, I am. It's like uh, the gatekeeper for security in a, an organization mm-hmm. or a website or something. Yeah, <clears throat> it allows to identify uh, identify who can do what under which circumstances. So without that, we you don't have um, anything, and you cannot protect anything without uh, without it. Yeah. So it's they're completely tied together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In 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 broad terms, what problem does IAM solve in the technological space? Yeah. So uh, it is uh, essentially about making sure that uh, only allowed persons or users of things or something, because nowadays uh, it's not only people that are allowed to do something online. Um, can perform specific actions with a, within a space, uh, that being an organization with a complex uh, and diversity of things inside, or simply a website, a web page to to do some some shopping or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you must ensure that um, yeah, there's traceability and uh, and you can manage the um, the users and their activity and also their life cycles since they're joining uh, until they uh, ended up by leaving or mm-hmm. not using a service. Mm-hmm. So essentially the tool that allows you to keep track of the permissions that individuals have. And when you say that nowadays not only people are allowed, do you mean like AI or bots? Yeah, of course, because uh, everything uh, online can, can try to access uh, and you can program something to try and access multiple things online yeah. and do all sorts of actions uh, to try and find a loophole or something that allows us to allows someone to get access to something. Um, so it's not only people, real life people doing, doing things, 
it's also machines uh, going around and trying to to exploit some some faults, some right. faults in the in the system there. So and tell me something. So nowadays, because because CAPTCHA is pretty old, it's a it's an it's an old system to verify if something is a bot or not. Would modern bots or AI be able to fool CAPTCHA? Yeah, sure. Um, that they're, they're always trying to to making it evolve. It's uh, there are a couple of new versions and new ways of contro controlling the the access, but there, there is always a way to to get around and to and to exploit things. Right, so right. it's a never ending story uh, yeah. between like good and evil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good and evil. I, I like the way you put that. Okay, tell me what Fordrug is and what it has to do with IAM. Uh, so Fordrug is a, a leading IAM platform that uh, yeah, keeps evolving and providing its customers with uh, state-of-the-art solutions to address the, these issues. Um, mm -hmm. It is a, a modular approach. Uh, they provide uh, specific uh, modules to target the different uh, aspects of the, of the domain. And they provide uh, the ability to integrate with the several third-party solutions as, uh, such as Microsoft or Google or Facebook. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, all the, those things. So it's a mm -hmm. pretty complete uh, setup that uh, allows us to uh, take care of these, uh, of these issues for, uh, for a company, for, for a client. Okay, David. So, what specifically do you do for businesses that request your help? So, uh, first of all, it's uh, all about understanding their needs and concerns. Um, that's the first step to to can to for you to to help uh, some some client. Um, then you should uh, take that into account and uh, advise in the right way to approach the client needs. Uh, but always having in mind what are their needs and concerns. That's uh, the most important thing, because otherwise there are millions of platforms and solutions you can use and try to to to, to not to force but to advise your your client or your customer to to use it. But uh, yeah, we should. Uh, look into it and uh, find the best solution for for what the problem for the problem. Yeah. Not uh, trying to use something just because it's said to be the best. Or there are thousands of solutions uh, that you can use, and uh, sometimes uh, yeah, it's just a matter of uh, understanding what which one is the the best for the client needs. So, which IAM solutions are you more familiar with? Yeah, I've worked with, uh, with Microsoft. I've worked with uh, Oracle solutions, and now I'm things joining for S4 Digital. I started um, working with Fordrop, uh, which was uh, quite interesting because it's, as as I already said, it was a, a pretty good solution and pretty complete solution. I was really yeah amazed by, by the the broadness of the, the solution. Do you feel S4 Digital offers a big enough portfolio for businesses to remain safe in an ever-evolving online space? Yeah, uh, I believe so. Uh, so between the, the IAM team 
uh, we have uh, yeah we we have experience with uh, some of the most uh, important players in the in the in the space. So between uh, Microsoft, uh, Oracle, Forge Rock, Okta, I don't think uh, there's anything missing. But of course, we are always learning new things and trying to to exploit some some new platforms that uh, will can help us and can help some some clients. All right. What are some good IAM practices that businesses can follow? Best practice usually include uh, like using multi-factor authentication so that you don't allow only uh, the typical authentication with username and, log and login. Uh, also evolving to not using passwords anymore. So uh, that's really a thing of the past. Uh, so besides, um, because you notice we carry a, like a big computer in our pockets with uh, lots of cap capabilities and it's actually a pretty decent way to, to make sure that the person that uh, uh, is trying to access something is, the, is who he claims to be. Yeah. So we, we should make use of it, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Besides that, you should all, uh, also monitor and audit the the access to the systems so making sure that everything is under control and there are no no backdoors that someone can exploit mm -hmm. um, you should of course manage user life cycle if someone is not using um, it's uh, it's not allowed anymore to use a, a service you should delete their account and should lock their account you should take that into account because mm -hmm. uh, it's really important not to leave any door open to unauthorized accesses. Um, and of course, one of the most uh, important things is not to share your user and making sure that in your company, people don't share users yeah. because that's one of the main concerns. If yeah. you share your users, then, then the user is... is then you're done. for anyone to 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 use and then it's a major security risk yeah, yeah of course because how do you know who shared it with who at that point anymore it, it becomes yeah completely have you had to deal with something like that in a company uh, we what we usually do is establish some pol uh, policies so that mm -hmm. uh, but it's a person issue is not uh, something you can control Absolutely. Nothing nothing prevents a user from using a post-it and po posting his <laughs> login and password in his laptop. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So that, so definitely so definitely facial scans and uh, and fingerprint readers are the future for sure in that case. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are, are terrible. <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's one, two, three, four, five and everything. Yeah. So, David. Do you feel the demand for cybersecurity services has increased over the pandemic? And if so, why? Yeah, I believe it, it's a fact. With the pandemic, everyone closed inside. The, the demand for online services increased. And so with that increasing in, uh, in online services, the, there are more opportunities to, for, for attackers to, to take advantage. And right. sometimes, um, yeah, people are so willing to go online uh, fast, they miss out some, yeah, some problematic insecurity that are left. And then, uh, yeah, 
someone can exploit it and, uh, and it's a big issue. Uh, yeah. But he, of course, the pandemic is, uh, it was, a, a, of course, a factor to increasing this, uh, these uh, issues. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I also had a, a contact with a, with a study that said in the last year, well, well, during the pandemic, we saw an increase like 400 or 500% in security breaches regarding passwords and usernames. Wow. So it's like... Yeah, everyone was doing something to exploit the, to exploit that, that opportunities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If if if, uh, if someone had weak passwords or if someone had the intent to do anything malicious, it was it was just going to be so much easier over the pandemic, right? Yeah, I understand. So, is this relevant even to small businesses? I believe so because um, typically the main targets will be the bigger companies and bigger businesses. Um, mm -hmm. But also, well, if you go online and if you go, you always will want to protect what is yours and, and to protect actually your customers. Because if you lose uh, their trust, well, they will not come back. Uh, so I think it's uh, it's really important yeah, to take that into account and to make sure that you are always under under control with the with your access and. The, identification uh, issues. All right, that sounds good. David Fernandez, thank you so much for speaking with me. David is the IAM practice leader at S4 Digital. Igniting Change is an S4 Digital production, recording, editing, and publishing done by S4 Digital. My name is Adam Khan, and I hope you stay tuned for the next episode. Goodbye. <laughs>